viu rico namorar pobre? Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. How are you, friends? How are you, Amanda? Amanda. Oh I'm doing well. My plan to trick myself into believing I'm not depressed is working because I actually feel good. I'm not even fucking lying. Oh, wow. You guys should try it sometime. Whatever they say about fake it till you make it. I used to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a load of bullshit. No, I seriously am reaping the benefits of that mentality. I feel great. So proud of you. I love that. How are, how are you guys doing? I'm depressed. Oh, me too. But I'm <laughs> pretending I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> no, same. I'm. I'm honestly like, yeah. It's that's real. Like, I, I just wake up in the morning because I'm like, you know what? It's going to be an okay day, and it's going to be fine, and get over it. And then that's it. Sometimes I just tell myself, I will myself into like being fucking normal. I'm like, today you're not going to have a chemical imbalance, and you're fucking balanced correctly. Go into the world, bitch. Whatever works, girl. Okay. Whatever works. Bitch. What about yeah. you, Sharonda? Um, I'm feeling oh. better than I have in a long time. Been spending yes. a lot. I know. I've been watching a lot of tutorials on YouTube, including Natalie Weiss, the Rift Queen. I hope I do. I'm about to do a Rift. I hope I do it right. Are you ready? Yes. You sure? Yeah. Shane. I'm ready. Okay, thank you. All right, ready? I've been trying to learn this all day. I hope I do it. And it goes, boy. No, I didn't do it right at the end. Oh, okay. what? That's not right to me. No, no, no. Okay. Natalie Weiss will scream when she hears that. I was not ready. I rescind. I'm trying to do okay, that. Okay, so are you rest. ready to do it again? Hold on. You want to try it again? Okay. Okay. Let me try it again. Boy. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got scared. Ma'am, <laughs> don't be scared. We're here to support scared. you. I got scared. Don't be Hold scared. On. Can, I give it, can I give it a shot? Give it a do shot. Do you know it? Of course I do. Countdown's my favorite Beyonce song. It's a okay. very good song. All right. Go ahead, well, let's Jane. hear it. <clears throat> Bitch, I am Beyonce. I I am in tears. I'm in tears. Like, what did we do to deserve you? Why? Why? Jane. That was incredible. I don't even like you. And that was incredible. Amazing timing. Like, wow. I am crying. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I think that's the end of the episode. I think we can end it there. We're less than five minutes this week. I think so. I mean, what can we do to top this? But unfortunately, there's actually a lot of shit going on. Before we recorded, I was like, um, yeah, nothing has really gone on this week. Then you guys reminded me of something that has been on my mind for fucking days. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. Who shot hot girl Meg? Who shot Meg? 
Yo, it was a city boy, clearly. That's not even... Oh, 100% a city boy. Nah, man. Things to be considered. And you guys know I always say this. And honestly, it is discriminatory. And I apologize, but this is who I am. This is why I don't fuck with short men. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Short men (laughs) have a fucking complex. They have a fucking complex. Big ass Megan Thee Stallion, five foot... 50 Lem. No, she shouldn't be hanging out with them. Five foot three Tory Lanes. This nigga is the same height sitting down and standing up. Why the fuck are you hanging out with him, bro? Oh my goodness. Those are the same type of men who feel like they have something to prove. They got to prove that they're like, you know, like hard or whatever. Like, why the fuck did he have a gun at the Jenner's house? Like, I'm confused. What the fuck is going on? Okay, so... I think you have to start from the beginning, Amanda. What was happening? How did Tory Lanez get to the Jenner's house? Listen, I honestly don't really know. And that's the thing is it's like none of the shit makes sense because (laughs) what's truly going on? Apparently, Kylie Jenner was hanging out with Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. I think that they were at Kylie's house. Unclear, but they were all split splashing in the pool, whatever the fuck they do rich ass people having a good time splashing yes and then later that day reports come out that fucking tory lanes was arrested with a gun in his car and everybody saw his fucking mugshot and his arrest like details or whatever and we're cracking the fuck up because he's fully five foot three that's his height i'm not i didn't even make that up and that was the initial part of it everyone was laughing at this man being very very miniature fast forward then the news comes out that Megan the Stallion was hospitalized for shots in her foot. And so everyone's like, hold on a second. I'm not a rocket scientist, but let me go ahead and piece this shit together. Like the meme of the lady doing fucking math. That was me because I'm like, okay, but I know they were together. Tory Lanez was arrested with a gun in his car and Megan was shot. Huh? I watch enough forensic files to know that if it looks like shit and smells like shit, it's probably a pile of shit. Won't catch this on Unsolved Mysteries, that's for sure. Hey, we need to. I need to know what happened. Uh, this needs to go up there with fucking Tupac Biggie murders. What happened? Who Damn. shot Hot Girl Meg? You know, since this happened at Kylie Jenner's house, first of all, where was the social distancing? Why are you going to someone else's house, someone else's whole house during quarantine? Bitches need to know rich people can get COVID too. We learned that the first day when Tom Hanks had it. Yeah. Woody had it. Okay. So that means everybody can get it. Forrest Gump was coughing and shit. Second of all, why did you invite Tory Lanez? So Kylie Jenner, Meg the Stallion, Tory Lanez? What kind of crew is this? A very, very motley crew. I don't know how they got together, but yeah, allegedly. I am so confused. I didn't even know all three of those people knew each other. Well, I know for sure that Kylie did not think she was going to have to work this hard to find damn Jordan Woods replacement. Damn. Amanda. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This this situation to me. I'm like, this is why I started this podcast. This type of fucking messy ass shit where it's like, what on earth is happening? This is a glitch in the fucking simulation. Kylie, you know, she'd be trying to get street cred so that she can wear cornrows and shit without black people fucking coming for her ass. And 
she this is the shit she does like ma'am you're a woman of privilege why are you hanging out with hood rat tory lanes i'm confused whoever did this is a misogynist because they ended hot girl summer effectively it's crazy why would you do that why would you go after hot girl meg aka tina snow do you want me to rap a verse Listen, did you guys see also that Kylie Jenner the next day posted a picture of her fucking foot on social media? What? And people were like, what type of fucking petty ass shit? And it was some like contemplating her existence ass quote on it too. I was so confused. I was like, why the fuck would you taunt Meg like this? She's in the hospital. Oh, I didn't even put two and two together. I'm so confused. It's all a whole mess. But one thing I will say that definitely needs to be discussed, and Megan Thee Stallion, she kind of touched on this herself, which is why, you know, we respect her as the fucking queen that she is. Basically, she posted on Twitter and on Instagram and was like, the fact that people are laughing about something that is very real and was very much my life is such a huge problem. Like, I am traumatized. Like, I truly was traumatized by this experience. And we truly don't protect black women is basically what she said. And it's so crazy how we can tie everything back to that. Like we talk about this all the time in reference to like black lives matter, but it's real in our day to day lives as well. It's honestly, where was Kylie when all of this was happening? Did she run back into her mansion? Taking pictures what of her was feet. Going on? You take She's too busy taking feet pics. Yeah. Listen, I don't know what happened. I did see the video though. So Tory Lanez, there's like a video of the arrest. I think it was dash cam footage. Anyway, Tory Lanez ass is fully on the ground. And I guess they're asking Meg to get out of the car. So she gets out of the car with her hands up and she's like fucking limping towards like the police. And there's like a trail of blood on the floor. It's like very, very much like traumatic. I can understand why she feels that way. Oh my God. And honestly, I agree with her. Black women are not protected. I say this as a black woman myself. You see it all the time, even from your acquaintances and loved ones, people who are supposed to care about you. Like, honestly, when push comes to shove, they'll let crazy shit happen to you, too, which is what is just so horrible. I don't have anything to say because everybody failed her in this instance. Kylie, where are you at? Tory Lanez, because at least she should have said, I'm so sorry that happened to you on social media. That would do nothing to her at all. Right. Instead, she's posting pictures of her feet. Like, what? I don't understand. Tory, and it was like some type of Hobby Lobby ass quote, like, treat every day like it's your last. Like, something like that with the picture of her foot. I was so confused. Nah, I'm not down with that. Are we surprised that? that? She's making it about her, though. Like, really? Nope. Because I'm not. Nobody. Nope. 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 Yeah, that's that on that. That's what I have to say. But I just feel like, honestly, were there other people in the car? Because the video I saw was it's just Tory Lanez on the ground and Megan the Stallion walking off, and then it cuts off. So I'm like, if there was a third party or even a fourth party in the car. Where is that person? Because I need you to go ahead and speak up and let us know what the fuck happened to fucking Meg. Like, is she ever going to be able to twerk again? Like, for real, though, like, that's part of her brand. That's her money at this point. Well, her friend who was there at the pool party 
people were accusing her of potentially shooting Meg. And she was like, I was there and I witnessed the event, but it was not me. And that's all I have to say. It's like, what is going on? Is this a cover up? What's so happening? do you guys think it was Tory Lanez? I feel like there's no yeah. way it wasn't him. I do. I think Megan V. Stallion said something that upset little Tory Lanez and he shot her. But then Point why is like, three. why is it so weird though? Like why, why is her friend being weird and being like, I was there. I saw what happened. The truth is going to come out. Like, why don't you bring it out? Like what? Yeah. You know what? Chris Jenner is probably behind all of this. She's like, nobody talk because you came to my daughter's house. You all signed a contract. Nobody talk. Like Chris, I can totally Chris Jenner is I having a tough you. week. I know oh, she's having a really, she. really tough fucking week right now. She hasn't slept in seven days. But I bet she has not taken that camera out of her hand. I'm sure she's got footage of all this. <laughs> You're doing amazing, sweetie. Oh, you know she does. You're doing amazing. She heard a gunshot go off and she said, get the camera. I just, I feel badly for Meg because I understand how she feels. It's like you have all these fans, people who are allegedly care about you, even though they don't know you. And it's like the fact that y'all are really sitting up, like posting memes and laughing about it when I'm traumatized. Like I was literally shot. And that's just so fucking disheartening. I think something with that, too, though, is, like, people tend to, whenever someone gets shot, I feel like, especially, like, not to diminish it at all, but if she was shot in the foot and she's stable, like, I think people just kind of jump to the conclusion that she's okay. And so, like, they start making jokes about it. The problem, though, is that whenever she specifically, like, for one, it's a problem anyways, you shouldn't do that. But two, whenever Megan Thee Stallion herself came out and said, like, I'm traumatized by this and, like, I'm shocked at the amount of jokes and memes being made about it that's whenever you as a fan need to stop and realize that what you did was incorrect and that it was insensitive and that it's problematic and that you shouldn't do it um because the, but the fact that people are still doing it is is very disheartening oh. i know i hope she gets better though real talk and it's yeah. like i immediately when i heard this i thought about her very like new career i'm like this girl literally be jumping off of fucking stages onto the ground, doing splits and twerking. Like that's p- what people are going to go see when they go to a Megan the Stallion concert. You know what I mean? It's like, I that's hope what she I would gets better. To see. Right. It's like, it's really her money. Like it's really not funny at this point. That would be like going to see Cardi B and Cardi B just goes up there and sings. Like, no, <laughs> like, it, can't. it can't happen. <laughs> That's like going to see fucking Celine Dion and there's not pyrotechnics and many different dances. <laughs> like, that's upsetting to me. I want there to be a lion on the stage with her. Like, that's what I'm going for. The drama. That's like going to a Taylor Swift concert. Oh, wait. I would never do that. Next. Oh. <laughs> the snake has entered the chat yet again. It's me. <laughs> she's been very silent lately which means she's plotting another way to get on my fucking nerves which i'm just like oof. well it's because she's been out of the public eye so she's probably she's literally formulating an idea right now to go all right what's another scandal that i can get myself involved in so that i can get back in the public eye the scooter braun situation didn't last nearly as long as she thought it would in fact none of us gave a fuck (laughs) we already know how i feel about that and it's very adamant against her very adamant 
Let me not All get right. into it. Well, that's a whole new episode. That's true. We can talk about that forever, and we often do. But I will say, yep. spotless record, no Taylor Swift so far this season. We've just yeah. talked about her now, but like, other than that, no. Which Has is great. Has it been all season? We haven't spoken about her? Yeah, we well, haven't talked about her at all. Don't hold your breath, because it's coming. <laughs> I'm waiting for her Black Lives Matter tribute song. I'm waiting for that, because I mean, we need to calm down. That was a cute little moment. What's she going to do next? A video at a cookout? Her smiling with like a whole <gasps> bunch of black families? I see it or, coming. Or with a cream of wheat box? Maybe. Yep. We'll see. Aunt Jemima pouring on pancakes and shit. And Karamo will be there again. This is the only black person she knows. Him and Todrick Hall. Eating another cupcake. I'm so glad we brought her back up. I think that we can take, you know, a quick break. Go pee, grab a snack, refill your drink. And um, we'll talk about something that is just so fucking bizarre and weird in just a few seconds we'll be back hello podcasters we are back to Selah thompson and we have a lot to talk about oh, during this God. segment leave me alone shane oh my goodness you have shane Monty. anyway so You've probably seen this already, but Kanye West is out there whiling just and he needs to stop. And for some reason, I'm still surprised and shocked. I don't know why and I don't know how. And yet I'm here again. Yeah, Um, I think it's because we thought like if he got married, he would wind down. But in fact, he is propelling himself out of the gates this is he is not okay um if you don't know Kanye west he is attempting oh what is that did you guys hear that sorry sherry why did you just play we sure did you guys you're so fucking weird why would that play <laughs> like what were you listening what to did what did oh you have God. up it was an ad. I'm looking at the article <laughs> to reference so I can tell you guys what the fuck is going on. Why is this happening? But this is the second week in a row that you fucking played some weird shit, bro. Like, what are you doing oh over my there? God, I am. It was an ad. I do not know. I don't even know what that was. I'm scared to click it again. <laughs> can we get back? Can we get back? Yes. I am yes, embarrassed. Yes. I'm okay. also embarrassed. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so. Kanye West is running for president under the birthday party, I might add. He is attempting to petition each state to get on the write-in ballot. He missed Florida, so he won't be on Florida's ballot for November. But he is currently rallying in the southern states. He was in South Carolina this past weekend, and he had a campaign speech where he talked about almost aborting Northwest, which such a problem because he revealed here. He screamed. I almost killed my daughter. Oh yeah. My wearing God. a bulletproof vest crying. 
He said, I almost killed. And he said it multiple times. It's not something they could move away from because that was part of his platform. Unfortunately, screaming screaming and crying. It was insane. He, he even said, I almost made Kim kill my daughter. I gave her the pill. She was about to take it. And then we decided not to. Kim Kardashian is furious. She is so pissed off that Kanye has revealed this information. So after this, Kim was like, he needs to drop out of the presidential campaign. I did not realize that Kim and Kanye, what is happening again? No. Sherry, what are you doing? Girl, put that phone on silent. It is on silent. That's the problem. The phone is on silent. I'm like in the palm of your hand. I want to know what's next. And then you play some fucking anime videos. It's so weird. First of all, anime is great, but... um, I'm that, sure it is, but that's not what we're doing right now. Oh my God. It's the ads. You know what it is? I'm on the Daily Mail and they have all these ads because apparently they're broke. So you know what? That's okay. Let me just scroll down and get my life. So what did I say last? Kim was like, you need to stop the presidential campaign now. Right? So then Kanye gets on Twitter he has since deleted all of these tweets, but he gets on and he says, Chris and Kim, call me now. Chris, don't play with me. You and that Kanye oh. are not allowed around my children. Y'all try to lock me up. If I get locked up like Mandela, y'all will know why. Kim tried to bring a doctor to lock me up with a doctor. I really what, wish. But the tweeting, but the ways that these yeah. tweets were structured is so like they were so right after bizarre. each other. What yeah. The like he's fuck? first of all, they don't make Shame. sense. That's not even all of it. No. He said, I put my life on my God that North's mom would never photograph her doing Playboy, and that's on God. I'm at the ranch. Come and get me. I put my life on the line for my children. That's North's mother would never sell her sex tape. What? Those are in secession. They're within 20 seconds of each other. That they were posted. He has manic. since deleted. Manic. Super manic. And the last one he posts, it says, West children will never do Playboy. Multiple spaces, West. And it's a picture of all four of his children and him. Apparently, he's not quarantining with Kim and the kids. He's in Wyoming and they're elsewhere. Because I thought they saying- were in Wyoming because she kept posting pictures of them during this whole quarantine period, unless she's back in California, I think she's in Calabasas now because she was, I think it was at like someone's party. I think it was Chloe's party and she was there, but I remember her posting pictures looking like she was at the ranch unless those are old pictures. And she's trying to trick us into thinking that she was with him. I'm inclined to believe that's it. But even he alluded that he was in get out and that he needed to get out from the situation with his wife's family. This Jordan is a Peele's whole get out. Mess. Yes. This man said, you know, the movie Get Out is about me, right? Okay. Just I like need that. Jordan Peele to come out and say, please stop using my <laughs> work. <laughs> As a reference, please stop. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're completely correct. No, he is. He has completely gone off the rails. The fact that he has accused his wife and his mother-in-law of sending a doctor to essentially Baker Act him is such a problem. Well, it's probably true because, I mean, he, in my opinion, probably should be Baker Acted. Like, 
I just feel like there comes to a point and the way we deal with mental illness in this country is like so problematic. It's like, this should be something that we're getting care for regularly. But then there comes to a point where it's like now, I mean, is he a danger to himself? Like, I don't know or other people like I don't know where his head is at his tweets were exceptionally erratic and very scary like he probably does need a doctor to at least like subdue him for a second so we can kind of come out of his episode well and saying things like I'm at the ranch come get me that's a like a frightening perspective to tweet from I'd be really concerned as to what I was going to walk in on because it sounds very he also said his last tweet about the situation he said i'm gonna focus on the music now and then dropped a new plug for his album coming out on friday which is named after his mom donda it's just very erratic and now he's posting like six hours ago he's like thank you dave for hopping on a jet to come see me doing well dave you are a godsend and a true friend multiple spaces all love and then a dove emoji and it's literally a video of him appearing to look fine so he could show the public he's okay. Elon Musk was like, I spoke to him and he seemed fine an hour ago, which we know Elon Musk is fucking crazy. So I was about to say, I don't, that that's not a credible source to me. <laughs> right. Elon Musk named his fucking child off after a fucking rocket launcher or whatever the fuck. So <laughs> not really Elon it's a person Musk. I go to. <laughs> he said, I spoke to him, seemed fine. I, listen, I cannot take your advice. Yeah, I don't trust I don't trust Elon Musk's judgment unless it's about space travel. He literally said that while he was taking a nap in a coffin, probably. Probably. <laughs> Honestly, this thing with Kanye West that is just so kind of sad to watch. I've been a Kanye West fan for years. Like I'm talking like when he was when he was writing like college dropout way back early in the new millennium days when he was normal when he was doing like through the wire and he was a fantastic producer and an amazing rapper and he just happened to be kind of you know the super cocky like type of guy but that was really like an acceptable version of what he is now and it's like so crazy to see his downfall happen in real life it's like kind of similar to amanda Bynes and britney spears it's like kanye west has not been the same ever since his fucking mom died tragically and he blamed himself for it and it's like he literally it's almost as if he was like he's had a lobotomy like it's crazy yeah and the fact that he has an album coming out and it's named after his mom is super concerning to me because that means he's been making all of this content with his mom in mind and that could have deteriorated him. Yeah. Cause we know, know that he hasn't fully recovered from that. And it's like, I think about new millennium Kanye West, like you couldn't watch an interview with Kanye West without his mom being somewhere close by. Like they were very, very, very close. He wrote a song about her on his second album. That was a fucking bop. And I remember watching an interview of the two of them and she basically is talking about the song and he raps the whole like two first verses and she's rapping along with it with him. And it's like, I know that that really kind of killed him as a person when she died, especially because I don't know if you guys remember the backstory, but she got elective plastic surgery that he paid for. And he like flew her to like a, a different country to get it done. And she died. 
Like she was not sick. Ooh. Like there was nothing wrong with her. She died from this plastic surgery procedure that she wanted to get done. And literally since then, we've watched the downfall of Kanye West. Like that whole Taylor Swift situation, like I'm gonna let you finish. That happened, I think, a few months after his mom died. Yeah. And he even said, going back to his campaign comments on abortion, he felt so bad about telling Kim to abort Northwest because that's what his dad said to his mom when she was pregnant with him. And I think he is he's repressed so many things that are coming to the surface and they bubbled over, especially because he has his own kids. I oh, someone said something to me, not to me, it was a meme. And it really just, it made a lot of sense. They were like, yeah, Kanye West has mental health issues, but I do not want the public to equate his mental health issues with his behavior. Because yes, he needs to be treated, but that doesn't mean everybody who's mentally ill acts like Kanye. And I thought, I was yep. like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a solid um, assertion. That's very solid. Because... We all have some form of a mental illness. I hate to inform the public, but that doesn't mean you act like Kanye West. That doesn't give you a pass. I also, I have a big problem with the, specifically with the abortion comment, simply for the fact that with the public stance that he has and like, or like the public image he has and the fact that he's doing it, you know, whether it's totally serious or not, whenever he's running for president and he's in the public eye, to make a comment like that, about your daughter who at this age doesn't understand, but one day is going to see that. I don't know. Like I, To me, that's a conversation that you have if you choose to with her, but to subject her to finding that on the internet and knowing that her father said on, you know, the national spotlight that he wanted to kill her. Uh, yeah. I just feel as though the Kardashian West family, it's like, we know how they operate. They have a TV show where they show a lot of their lives. And it's like this idea that they're an open book, but so much shit that they go through goes swept under the rug. Like where the fuck is Rob Kardashian? Whatever happened between Chloe and Tristan? Like this is shit that we don't see like the real part of their lives. And I feel like that's kind of what's been happening with Kanye West. They've been trying to tell us that he's fine and that he's okay, but he's not okay. And he's clearly going untreated, like just so they can keep up this kind of picture perfect image. It's crazy. I'm still trying to figure out what happened to Lamar Odom. That was right. very scary. Right. Right. That was some right. cover up. That was one of the best cover ups I've ever seen. It's like smoke and mirrors. It's like we have a reality TV show, so what you see is what we get, what you get. But it's like actually not that way because all of the real shit that happens, like with Jordan Woods, with Tristan Thompson, with Lamar Odom, like that shit's not on the TV show. I'm well, because it's all about ratings. I mean, it's the same exact bullshit that the president of the United States is doing right now. Like everything is about ratings. And yeah, it's it's sickening. But Shane, the ratings would go up if they were to show us what the people want to see. Like that Tristan Thompson, Jordan Woods story was huge. If they aired that on fucking E, the ratings would go through the roof. Fucking Red Table Talk, the episode with Jada and Will where they discussed August Alsina was Facebook Watch's most watched episode of anything ever because it's good for ratings. People are all talking about it. Good for ratings, but is it good? But is it good for the reputation of the family? 
I guess not. Or I guess they don't yeah. want to be known that way. Exactly. But their reputation is still shit anyway. So I'm like, I mean, they got famous from Kim's sex tape. Right. Come on. That's what I'm saying. It's like, to me at this point for y'all to be like covering shit up, it's just weird. And it just is very suspicious. I'm like, what's going on in that household? Because he's clearly unstable. And you've been trying to tell me that he's fine, but I can see him now. And that's the thing that I think that is happening too, where it's like they've trying to tried to keep Kanye hush hush. And like I joked around last week and was like, yo, someone let Kim know that Kanye escaped from their basement. But that's slick exactly what happened. Like they thought they had this man under control and he went off the rails and they're trying to fucking regain control. They're sending a doctor to this man's house. I feel like he made that ranch possible so he could effectively get away from california and do what he exactly what he wanted to do which is a get out situation it makes me think there might be some truth to everything he's saying and i think too along with the kardashian thing that we were talking about a second ago i think you honestly hit the nail on the head with the fact that they i think that at the end of the day they want they know that they've gotten famous off essentially just being messy and being this like you know, insane journey on their TV show, but they like to be in control of the mess. And right now they're not in control of it. And I think that's, that's why right. all these things have gone like under the radar and they're trying to be hush hush about it because they don't have a grip on what's going on because they didn't create it intentionally, at least. And they're but trying that's to how they got get famous control. in the first place. But regardless, I understand what you're saying, Shane, because it's like, yeah, from that point on, she released a sex tape, but they got a TV show and we were rebranding themselves. Like, yeah, we, you know, like we don't have conventional jobs, but we're a family. Like we're still a family show, you know? And you, you also deal with at that point when you get a show that's that having the public spotlight, like you don't, you don't have artistic control and freedom over like you have producers and you have a network that's going to govern and dictate what you do and don't do on it. And I think, I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that, like we said, like they're they've completely lost control of the situation and they don't know how to handle it right now. Right. But it's like they haven't been handling it. And it's like, at one point, are we worried for our own safety against Kanye West? Like Slick, him running for president, that actually was like a public safety issue, because if you think about it, he's friends with Donald Trump. He's a known Trump supporter. Him running for president very well could have split black votes and got Donald Trump to be president again. Well, and he straight up said he said that he does not care if he takes black votes away from Joe Biden. And I was like, that's those are votes for Trump then, like at that point. And he knows that. And that's what I'm saying is it's like, at what point is he now putting the rest of us in danger? Like, who knows? That was a small thing. Is he going to like... I don't know. Like, how unstable is he? From the way he was tweeting, like, no complete sentences. He's repeating words. There were random spaces everywhere. Like, it was crazy. The new album comes out this week, right? Friday. Friday. So the day that this podcast this that this is being released. So I think so I think in situations like this, especially like the art that's created by an artist in question has a lot to say about like them and what could be potentially going on i'm really interested to hear this album and listen to it i think that like i'm sure we'll be talking about this again next week just because after listening to the album i'm sure there will be some new stuff to talk about because but it's like do i want to support his downward spiral because he gets more money for being manic and i don't necessarily want him to be unwell 
Dude, I think the same thing. I think about like Lindsay Lohan too. Like I'm a huge Lindsay Lohan fan. I love her. I think she was one of the most special things to come out of like the late nineties and new millennium. She was just such a cherub. And as a child, she was such a great actress. And it's like, we really just like as consumers can just drill these artists into the ground and like not care when there's nothing else left. You know what I mean? Like, it's sad. I agree, but at the same time, though, I go back to what you just said a couple minutes ago about how you you aren't sure, like, you know, do we believe what he's saying at this point? Like, do like feel bad for him? Is is what he's saying the truth? And at that point, like, is it are some of our duties as consumers to hear it through his art and and get his perspective on what's going on and then talk about it? I think as far as like a platform, I think it's there's an interesting position. Um, that we have to be able to talk about it. I mean, I'm, I say all this knowing that I'm like, I'm going to listen to it. Um, does that mean that I am financially like supporting it? I mean, I'm going to be streaming it. So yeah, probably I'm going to be helping it. But at the same time, I also just want to get a perspective on what he's dealing with or what he's going through, through his most current art that he's been working on, because I think it could be very telling potentially. Yeah. I totally hear what you're saying. I just hope that it's not a whole bunch of gibberish and white noise. Cause at this point, I don't even know how he's Same. formulating sentences. Like it's crazy. I also and it's like, where did this music come from? Did he just yeah. do it last night? Like where did it come from? And that's what he wants us to do. He talks about the concept of new slaves all the time. We literally do whatever he says. They're like, that's Listen true. To this new album. We stream it. Kanye acts radically. We want to hear what he's producing. It's honestly huh. just so sad to me because he used to be normal. Like, it's almost like a different person. I listened to a podcast about my, one of my favorite albums of all time by Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West. And at the beginning of the podcast, they really just go into his like past and his start as an artist. And he really had such promise. He was really so smart and brilliant. Like, so many beats were Kanye West and I had no idea. Fucking Dirt Off Your Shoulder, Jay-Z, that was Kanye West. The whole high-pitched, like, chipmunk soul of the new millennium that so many artists were using, Kanye West invented that. And it's just kind of sad to see this be where he's ended up at this point. It's nuts. That's where I think there's a big problem with, I mean, I think this could be said about a lot of quote unquote, you know, previously like brilliant artists. And uh, I think, it, I mean, we could have an entire, an entire podcast that we focused on nothing but the detriment of the entertainment industry and what it does to its creators. And I, I mean, Kanye West is another example of that, I think. Yeah, totally. It just makes me say, think to myself, I'm like, is this shit going to happen to me? Like Meryl Streep is normal. So is Viola Davis. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, well, people ask all the time, like, I mean, I'm sure you guys get it too. Like the people, you know, who kind of joke around with you about like, oh, when you're famous, blah, 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 like as actors. Uh, and I, my response is always like, I don't, I don't want to be famous. I don't, I don't like public the, yeah, I don't, I don't want to put up with all of that. Like, I don't, there are certain things that you hear about all the time with people like accepting like a major role in something or, you know, uh, like whether it's a franchise or whether it's a standalone that just has a lot of hype behind it. 
And before they accept the offer, I mean, they're usually sat down with, you know, the producers and like the network, the network or the, you know, directors and stuff and are told like, just as a heads up, like your life is going to change after you sign this paper and you sign this release form. Um, and that's a, that's something I think about a lot that I don't, I don't know. Like, I guess you don't know until you're in that situation, but yikes, like that's a big undertaking and it's a big thing to, to sign on for. And we just, there's so many examples of what it does to people who are seemingly, I I hate to use the word normal because what is normal, but um, in that sense, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I think that we see, yeah. And we see that a lot with artists that, get involved in these things that get into the public eye and they get involved in a lot of attention, a lot of um, criticism and it just what it does to their character and their, their life is, is so sad sometimes. Yeah, I agree with you. I have no desire to be famous. I just want to work within a field that I'm passionate about and make enough money doing that to survive. And that's literally all I ask for in this world. If I have that, I'm a very rich person, like inside and in my pockets. Like I'm feeling good. I always say like, I think that if I could have my choice of what I would want in the world and what I would want out of the entertainment industry, it would be to have a career like Matt Bomer. Like Matt Bomer is one of those people that you recognize and you know who he is. But at the same time, like he's not near in the public eye of like some other um, actors in his type category but he plays totally some damn good roles and like that's the stuff like that that's what i care about most in the day is like the the content i've noticed usually the artists that do the best with fame and fortune are usually ones that have some type of either minority or i don't want to say setback that's not the word i'm looking for it's some type of struggle to get there um amanda Bynes kind of shot up Lindsay Lohan shot up and they kind of took advantage of their situation. I think you talked about Meryl Streep and Viola Davis. They have struggled to get where they are. I said this last week, but they thought Meryl yeah. was ugly. Um, Viola Davis is obviously black, so there are not as many roles. And Matt Bomer. She is? Oh, yeah. Surprise. Surprise. I I'm just kidding. I'm also black. If you don't know, Sherry and I you are. are also black. <laughs> you know I something am? interesting? You know something interesting, though? Um, Something interesting about uh, Meryl Streep, though, and Viola Davis is I'm pretty sure both of them and the actors that we'd like to, you know, compare to them that they have done pretty well. A lot of those actors come from a background in theater or theater. a background in mm-hmm. dramatic arts. They've studied it. It's what they want to do. They have no, they usually have no, you know, driving desire to quote unquote be famous or in the spotlight. They want, they want to act like that's what they want to do. And that's the most important thing to them. And I don't even think a lot of times they don't even, I mean, you don't ever see Viola Davis getting involved in like, paparazzi shit because i don't think the paparazzi give a fuck about her because like she, what are you gonna do the best you're gonna get is a picture of her like on the street she's not gonna do anything crazy i once again i hate saying that word because not this some of these people are not a, the word crazy is problematic but you know what i mean it um, is but having yeah. a background though in in theater i think says a lot about some of these these actors that we're talking about and i think it's something that sets them apart is that they 
I, I almost think you could say that some of them know what they're getting themselves into a little bit. I think sometimes the entertainment industry takes advantage of people. Not sometimes, like Lady a Gaga. lot of times. Yep. Lady Gaga, yep. she is one of the best examples of using all of that paparazzi to her benefit. Yeah. Neat dress. Like, she has that on lock. Well, I think she too, was criticized her whole life. That's true. And I think with Gaga, I mean, she was photographed because she's known for like dressing outlandishly and like really getting attention that way. And people want to be the first like publications want to be the first to publish the meat dress. But I do think a lot of celebrities who don't have talent to rest on have to rest on fame. So that's why they're constantly being followed by paparazzis. A lot of the time they're the ones calling them. The Kardashians are known to call the paparazzi and tip them off about their whereabouts so that they will be there to take photos of them. And if you think about it, they have to be that way because there's nothing else that's keeping them famous. I'm tired of them running my life. I want to live a different life. They've been in the paparazzi for like 15 years. Well, it's not going to stop because that's people are telling the these publications that that's what they want. Like people are obsessed with the Kardashians. Anything that they do, people want to know about it. I personally am not one of those people. I'm fine to not know about what the fuck is going on in their lives. Like it's all the same to me anyway. That's why I don't watch their fucking TV show. But the rest of America is very much obsessed with what they do. Real quick, just on the topic of, of mental health, because I know we, we usually try to like uh, promote like art and media. Have you guys watched Horse Girl on Netflix? No. no. What's that? So Horse Girl is a Netflix original. It actually, it, it's, a, it's a film. It premiered at uh, Sundance this past January. It's written co-written by Alison Brie and Jeff Baina and Alison Brie is the lead in it. And I don't really want to tell you oh, I've heard much of it. about it. Yeah. I don't want to tell you much about it. Cause my friend told me to watch it and I had not even, I just heard of it. Like I had no idea what it was about. And she told me, you know, Hey, watch it blindly. Just, I want to know your thoughts. And it's a very, very, very interesting look in my opinion and a very divisive look at, quote unquote, mental illness. And I mean, it literally has like a 52%, I think, rating. And it's either it's a very much like a love it or hate it. I'm on the side that I loved it. I thought it was a very, very interesting um, perspective. I thought it was brilliantly made. Um, Yeah, go go check it out. It's only like an hour and a half. Um, It is very, quote unquote, weird. Like it's a a lot of people would classify it as like weird cinema. I thought it was fantastic. And it's I'd be really interested to talk about it with you guys. Yeah, Ooh. I'll definitely watch it. And I will say the thing with mental illness and mental health in general in our countries, it's so stigmatized that no one wants to talk about it. So yep. even if I watch it and I don't love it, the fact that I watch it and I get to actually talk about something that needs to be discussed and something that is honestly its own pandemic in this country I'm happy for any piece of media that does that. Yeah. And I think, I think as a society, we shy away from it a lot anyways. Like as a topic, we shy away from the concept of mental health. And I think even just calling it mental illness has a negative connotation to it that we don't understand it and we don't really know how to help these people. But there's a very interesting perspective that the movie has on it. So definitely check it out. 
Um, on that same vein, have you guys watched the new season of Dirty John, the Betty Broderick story? No, but I'm obsessed with Betty Broderick. I listened to Yo. two podcasts about her. I've not watched so it yet. You need to watch it. Some of the best cinematography I've seen in a while. The color grading of that TV series is amazing. Amanda Pete, who plays Betty Broderick, and Christian Slater come back to the screen and they play husband and wife. It is, first of all, her story is crazy. Okay, let me stop saying crazy. Her story is wild. Let me not say insane either. Yep. Wild. Her story is wild. And if you ever watch any clips of her trial, and even to this day, they interviewed her again, she is not sorry for what she did. Well, one bit. I love Amanda P. I love Christian Slater. One thing I do take issue with, with the way that they cast Betty Broderick. If you know that story, it was the classic age old tale of a husband leaving the wife for a newer, thinner, more beautiful, younger model. And I mean, let's be real. No one's leaving Amanda P because she's slightly overweight and old. Like to me, it was kind of like a skinny washing of the story. Like the fact that Betty was a thicker, heavier set woman was definitely part of it. So I don't like that they erased that. I think that's kind of rude. But I loved the yeah, first Dirty Dawn. So I'm sure that I will love season two. And the story is insane. It's fucking crazy. And it's like you almost don't want to root for the bad guy. But there's like no bad guy in the story. I think with what you were saying about um, like the casting of Brady Broderick, I think they did a similar thing with both Eric Bana and Connie Britton in season one. Um but I think the storytelling is strong enough that like, while I do have issues with the casting overall and like making it, you know, it's very Hollywood eyes and very like American to be like, these are very easy on the eye actors. And like, it's not to say anything about the real people involved, but they just don't, they don't accurately reflect these people. Um, and especially and, because that was such a huge part of Betty's story. Like her yeah, husband left true. her for like a skinnier, younger, like that's like the whole part of it. That's why she was so hurt. Yep. Yeah, and he stole the best parts of her life, essentially. Right. And got, live kept on this. getting her pregnant, which is why she was so big. Exactly. But they mm-hmm. just, like, th- the fact that they completely skipped over that uh, was very strange to me. But I love Amanda Pete, and I'm sure she does a great job, so I'm happy to watch it. Her acting is amazing. 1,000%. I'll have to check she it out. She doesn't get the credit she deserves, Amanda Pete. Like, I feel like she's always been kind of categorized as like the pretty like could be a model actress and so she never gets serious roles so i'm happy for her she's a lot like laura dern they kind of hit their prime now that people can see they have this incredible range and people are ready to take that from them which i hate because just because you're older doesn't mean you can do all these things you know i'm pretty sure she had that talent back when she was younger it's frustrating. Okay, well, honestly, that was the most efficient episode yet. We're done. Yeah. That's yeah. it. We and covered on, everything. On, on that note. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this man. I swear I hate him. Deuces. Can we okay, replace well. him? I don't want him back next week. Oh my God. <laughs> we could try. Okay. Well, that was the episode. 
When are we coming back with royalty? I don't know. I just, just, it still feels too soon. I feel like laughing and joking when like people are still getting killed by police and like Brianna Taylor's killers are like still on the loose. It's like, it just doesn't seem, it doesn't sit well with me. You know what I mean? I'm only asking because somebody asked me. I know people have been asking me too, but it's like, I just feel like it's just out of respect for what's happening in the world. It's just like, for us to continue on and live our lives normally is like not the answer, you know. I respect that. I also, do. not gonna lie to you, all of my royalty stories are from before quarantine. Like I, I haven't really done it much messy shit in my apartment. Oh, I have my some messy in stories in quarantine. Messy. Oh, I literally story. have no messiness <laughs> in quarantine. It would have to be from before. Y'all, I am. As you know, I'm super fucking fun. So I have been having the time of my life before I had to go back to work by myself. I swear to God, I did some crazy things. No drugs or anything. I'm just super fun sober as well. Yeah, we've experienced this and we believe you. Yeah. So I have some stories from quarantine. They're quick. They're not as long as before, but they are indeed funny. Well, one day we will get to them. But till now, just a reminder, Black Lives Matter today, tomorrow, and every fucking day after that. Um, we haven't mentioned it in a couple weeks. Black lives still matter. They should matter forever. Black futures matter. And we should hold people who kill Black people accountable. And we should make the system that disenfranchises us a lot fairer. And we should also be arresting the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor. And we should also be wearing our fucking masks. Um, also, I have Joe Kimock for Broward State Attorney. Um, let's just go ahead and say that. That's motherfucking right. And if you're yeah. a Trump supporter and you're still listening this far, got you, bitch. Also, one quick shout out. Randall, love you all week, all the time. Sherry, you shouted out Randall last week. Like this is I'm shouting Randall him show. out again. Okay. All right. Well, it's time to wrap this up. So who's going to count us out? Three, two, one. We out. We out. Okay. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> I don't want to so that. embarrassing. You guys. Oh.